Hi, welcome to our podcast, Where Next? Travel with Kristen and Carol. I am Kristen. And I am Carol. And we're two long-term friends with a passion for travel and adventure. Each episode, we interview people around the globe to help us decide where to go next. In today's episode, we are meeting with Marina, a world traveler who shares about her life in Guatemala. Hello. Hi. Hi. So yeah. Marina, how do you pronounce your full name? Uh, Marina Villatoro. All right. Well, thank you so much. So where are you originally from? So I was actually born in the Soviet Union and I arrived to the U.S. when I was six. So oh, yeah. kind of from there, but I grew up in the U.S. How did you end up from the Soviet Union to U.S.? It was a huge influx of Soviet Union Jewish refugees. I think it was like in the period of like eight years, there was a huge influx of us, um, either Israel Majority U.S., Israel, and I think some also went to like Australia and Canada. Okay. And then how long were you in the U.S. for? So I've been living in Central America for almost 19 years. We first lived in Costa Rica and then moved to Guatemala. So what brought you from the U.S.? How old were you when you left the U.S. to go to Central America? What brought you to Central America? Well, I never thought I was going to come here. I decided to do a backpacking trip. It wasn't like a gap year. When I think I was 28 when I left New York and I just was going to, my plan was to just travel backpack around until, you know, if I figured out what I was going to do and whatnot, but it was always a huge dream of mine to backpack. So I was backpacking. I pretty much went through the States and almost all of Mexico. And I really wanted to learn Spanish and everybody's like the best place in the world. And actually it holds true today, 20 years later, that the best place in the world to get Spanish classes, private, cheapest is Guatemala. So I was like, okay, because I really wanted to learn Spanish. That was like my ideal goal. We hitchhiked all of Mexico. I was always the one thrown in the front seat. So I got to learn my Spanish hitchhiking more or less, but I really wanted to learn it. But I wanted to, before going to Guatemala has their their main hub. There's two hubs, I guess you could say for the Spanish classes. Well, three, three. But one of the main most popular towns is Antigua. It's this colonial town. So I wanted, I was going to go there. But first I wanted to go through Tikal, which is the Mayan ruin. It's part of the Maya route. If you, you know, all these Mayan ruins. And it was the only place at that point, I don't think you could do it anymore, where you could actually see the sunrise and the sunset. So anyways, I arrived there. I was alone at this point. I normally traveled with somebody else. Even though I left alone, there was always, you know, like kind of, Oh, yeah. Partnered up. So mm-hmm. at this point, I was telling my friend that I really want to see Tico before I head down there. And she was already waiting. I arrived there pretty much barely any in Spanish at all. And as I arrived to Tikal, it's really different than the other ruins because it's so humongous and you have to even like walk almost a kilo, uh, almost kilometer, two kilometers in, inward. And they, at that point today, they don't have this anymore. They had a camping site, which they also had these tiny little wooden shacks for like two bucks so as I was coming in I was very loud because you know try to compensate for not speaking the language being loud this and there was this other tent there and this one guy came out of the tent so it's just me and him in this little camping site and as I realized you know that I was totally unprepared for the room I didn't even have a flashlight which you know if you see a sunset chances are you're gonna be in pitch blackness (laughs) anyway so he started following me 20 years later, we've been married, and here we are. Oh, so he was my very first, yeah, funny. first Guatemalan okay. I ever met. And 
So I want to step back for a second. How you're in New York, you're going to leave. You have no plans to go back. What do you do for like preparing? Did you save money for a year or how, how did you? Oh yeah. I prepared. Plan? It took me four years, but I was preparing for like, <clears throat> I was mentally preparing for eight years. I knew I wanted to do this since 19. So almost 10 years. Cause I backpacked through Europe and I always, and then, then I traveled two years across country with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Um, in the U S but I always knew that I wanted to like backpack around the world. And but when I got to New York, like it was always my end game. Like that was my biggest goal. And I worked for four years. I saved a lot of money. Like money was not something that I was concerned with, you know? Yeah. And by the time I left there, it, there was no reason. Like I had no reason, even though my family is there, I was done. So I just got on a bus and headed South. I didn't know what I was going to do. The goal was to travel the world, but I kind of got stuck in Latin America. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's um, amazing. And how did you like, yeah. What was your budget? So four years, how did you budget for that? And, um, saving, how did, how did that work? I don't know. Um, if you pretty that. hard. I ended up getting, I had a really good rent, but the apartment wasn't great. I had a roommate and I somehow, because my, my rent was so ridiculously low that when he moved in, he was not like a friend. It was just like, kind of like a roommate situation. I pretty much charged him. Like my rent was five fifty, And I told him that, you know, split in half 500 each. So <laughs> and he was living with me for like almost a year. So I ended up saving a lot because of that. Nice. Um, I was alone. So I was single. So I didn't really have, you know, other really big payments. So that's pretty much how I saved my money. No also, um, I invested. I invested money. Oh, no, you I did. Had. What did you do investment wise? Well, I'm also a day trader. So I also run an entire business. You could even find me, thetraderchick.com. So I've always been interested in investing. So that was a big biggie for me. And is that a website or is just the Instagram? Yeah, it's my other, it's my, my main business. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. And oh, Kristen, um, she has, uh, Marina also has uh, travelexperta.com. So like a whole travel. Blog. Yeah, that's my, that's my first business. I guess that's, you guys found me like that, but yeah, the Trader yep. Chick is my main business, which I've been focusing on for the past five years. Oh, how cool. What an amazing story that you meet your first Guatemalan and you married him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's your 20 year anniversary? Well, we had our 20 year of meeting anniversary, which was March 5th and our wedding anniversary is going to be what? 19 years in January. Oh, oh me too. January. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> How come you picked Costa Rica, which actually was my first and I did the same thing. And I, I ended up in Costa Rica only for a month. And then I had, I had to get back. I was working corporate America, so I only had a month, but how come you picked Costa Rica? And then how did you end up your next place? Like what, what was your, what was your reasoning? So when I met my husband, he was already talking about, he's much, well, not much younger, but he was, he's younger than me, six years younger than me. But back then it was much more of a difference because he was Mm -hmm. 23. He was finishing up university. And he, even from the, literally the first day that we met, he was talking about applying for a master's program in Costa Rica. So he ended up getting it. And that's the reason why we ended up in Costa Rica. We lived there for seven years and our first son was born there. When we moved to Antigua, Guatemala, there's a lot of expats here, a lot of families that move here. It's a really, we call it a bubble. It's this sweet, beautiful little colonial town. And there was just all these new schools and really progressive schools, eco schools. And it was just this amazing community. And that's when my second son was born. Yeah, it's, it's magical. 
And that's pretty much the reason why I kept on wanting to stay here. It's a great, great place to raise kids. Like one of the best places ever. Why would you say, why do you say it's a great place to raise kids? And then I was curious also about expats and how come so many expats, what's there that draws them? Um, The schools are really great. Like, again, when we moved here, there was all, there were several that were just like starting out. Now they're quite, you know, grounded. And I'm, I'm not a homeschooling mom, but I am into alternative education. And the school was pretty much fit the bill, no grades. It was Montessori-ish, eco and farm, you know, they're on like this 120 acre farm. Their classrooms are pretty much outdoors. So it was really like a lot of roots in the community and we just kind of grew through it. Also, you know, the maids and the nannies here, you're paying 200 bucks a month, you know, full time. And that's a decent salary to have a bunch. I had only just the one nanny. Yeah. And then daycare. And this is and all still Antigua, right? That this is all in Antigua. Okay. Yeah. This is Antigua, Guatemala. And this was and 12 and a half years ago when you came there. Actually, we arrived here on the day Michael Jackson died. Literally oh. that day. <laughs> because I remember being in the airport and hearing Michael Jackson was dead. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and then how old was your son when you brought him down there? He was, my first one was um, five and a half. But yeah, he was like pre-kinder or something like that. Um, yeah. Eventually moved from that school to this founding like this newer school which he's graduating there's like five kids in this class and the, our school year ends now in November so January begins his last year I mean Guatemala is just a lovely country there's so much to see you know volcanoes colonial cities I would recommend living here way over the Costa Rica Costa Rica is super expensive there's not really that community setting you have to drive everywhere pretty much unless you're like in a beach town and it's just, it is, I mean, it's still a really beautiful community. It's a huge expat community, really eccentric, really interesting entrepreneurial people. Uh, it's amazing the different people that you'll meet here. And you get here, people just fall in love with it. it we don't feel insecure whatsoever. We live in gated communities. Um, like we, like I said, we all, you know, we call it our big bubble. When you say that Costa Rica is too expensive and um, it's funny because that's my only point of reference is I was there for a month. I mean, you know, and it, that was 20 years ago. But what, like, is it fairly like, safe? Is it, uh, and cost wise, like how much is it to rent, you know, a house, an apartment or what are costs of house? Well, I live in a pretty big three bedroom house. Mm-hmm. We, well, my family are, are climbers, right? So we even have a climbing wall in the house that came with the house. We pay a thousand dollars and with all utilities and everything, it's like 1100 bucks a month, everything included. Wow. Um, And we live in a really beautiful, beautiful gated community. I I love it. And then, you know, we've lived in many gated communities and it's always, you know, it could be wherever it depends on your budget, but for like a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, you could live ridiculously well. Mm-hmm. So you rock um, climb? No, my, my husband and my kids do. Oh, really? Is there a lot of rock climbing there? Yeah, there's a big rock climbing here and there's a small, really tight knit climbing community here. Got it. And you rent versus own? Yeah, we are. I don't. We actually built a house in Costa Rica. We are definitely not house owners. And what are the common? um, So if I were to go on vacation, it seems like the the ruins and I don't use the volcanoes. I see rainforests. Those kind of would be the basics. Are there other places or little, I'm sure someone could Google and get the main things, but is there something like that's not main that you would recommend that's kind of a hidden treasure? 
Well, Tikal, because it's actually not as easy to get around to it. It's super, it's all the way up there. Antigua, if you come for a little bit, there's a lot. It depends on how long you want to be here to travel. Antigua, Lake Atitlan is really like the two main places that people go to. And then if you have other time, there's other areas. What was that called? Lake, what was it? Lake Atitlan. A-T-I-T-L-A-N. Kind of like Mazatlan, but without the M. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then um what are common i'm assuming it's a common language is spanish yeah and um and food wise what's the common foods or what what's the diet of folks down there beans rice yeah it's i don't know i'm not a fan tortillas are really big fruits and i I know when i was in costa rica tons of fruits and veggies but interestingly enough they don't really eat that much i mean we do because we choose to but as far as guatemalans not a huge it's not i i I think maybe also because people are really really self-conscious about eating raw veggies and fruit uh, because you could get sick because you know if they wash it incorrectly in restaurants so maybe that's why Uh, they don't serve it that much I don't know. It's definitely not as so it's a, like a popular dish or like a famous dish or famous dessert. That's- um, there's a few different ones. Different regions have different ones as well. Yeah, because they're mainly, you know, with meat or with fish, seafood, we don't eat it. So that's the reason why I don't really know their names that well. Oh, okay. So oh, you don't because you're vegetarian and vegan, right? But right. other people may do that. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah. sense for sure. Yeah. Um, and what about holidays? Are there big holidays or celebrations um, or yeah the day of the dead is really big which is november 1st they have this really great kite festival that is really 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 amazing nowhere else in the world semana santa which is easter week they have these processions in antigua it's also something that spain has something as well but it's really different here they have really cool carpets so it's pretty cool right awesome. and how do people get around is there do you, you have a car or is there buses uh, no you could do yeah you could do like private uber is pretty big here now too i don't recommend a car you, there's lots of private little shuttle really you know really well priced it'll be much less stress than driving. Okay. So to go to Antigua, so say I'm, you know, I have some time off and I want to like go for a month and maybe work there. So kind of want somewhere there's good internet connection, or maybe if I end up liking it, I might want to stay for three months, you know, within Antigua is where you would recommend and then go there for six weeks without a car, perhaps? Oh, definitely. 100%. And and what airport would you fly into? There's only one, Aurora. And I'm saying there's a lot of volcanoes. Yeah, so Antigua Antigua is surrounded by three alone. Yeah, one of them is really active. About three years ago, there was a really horrible volcanic eruption here. It was Mm -hmm. devastating to the country. I think it was three years ago. Yeah, it was just covered several villages. It was pretty horrible. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and um, I'm assuming because it, it looks like the it, volcanoes and then there's a lot of green. So I don't know if it's forests or rainforests and then the ocean right there. Yeah, there's is a that... lot of rainforest. So Tikal is in the rainforest. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. And then, so did you do any um, backpacking Guatemala? Oh, yeah. Tons. Where... Everywhere. I've been to every single part of Guatemala. And what, what would you say are your top three highlights um well Antigua Lake Atitlan is interesting it's a little bit weird but it's interesting and obviously Tikal I definitely recommend Tikal it's really unique so Tikal is closer to Belize right am I finding the right place yeah exactly I actually came in from Belize 
curious also in terms of your lifestyle, like it looks like you would uh, have your own companies work from home. How do you structure your days? How does that look like? Cause I know that personally, I really do want to travel, live different places and kind of rotate um, once my kids get a little older, but curious how, how you structure your day or your businesses and, and uh, how long have you, have you been doing the two businesses? Um, travel experts, I think I've had now since 2008. So almost what, 14 years, almost mm-hmm. it just kind of organically happened. So they weren't planned businesses. Yeah. And so when you say they organically grew or how did it, it was just something that you were interested in and started to investigate. And did you put like a page together or do a blog or what, what did you do? Yeah. So travel experts, it was originally a blog. And what was the blog? I'm assuming it's, uh, for travel. Yes. Yeah, so it was supposed to, it started when we were living in Costa Rica and I just started to write about our travels around Costa Rica, uh-huh. me and my husband. And at that point, my youngest son, he was like three. We, I was probably the very first person to ever write about traveling in Costa Rica, all about Costa Rica and with a young kid. And people just started to contact me and want me to help them plan their trip. And all of a sudden I became like a travel agent. And then eventually my site grew to family travel internationally. And then now it's just, you know, it's been there for so long. So I'm kind of morphing it and working on some new projects with that. And around when I was 40 years old, like almost 10 years ago, I kind of got burnt out on the business and I was like, I need to do something that I really want to do. And investing in financial markets have always been a passion, a thrill of mine. And Uh I decided to learn how to day trade. And I became a little bit, I became very obsessed with day trading for a long time. And when I finally got it, and I, one thing also, I was like the one percentile of women back then who was doing it. So I really wanted to get more women to do it. And I started to talk more about it. And because I had a simplified way of looking at the market, simpler than everybody else, I started talking about it and people were like, oh, I want to learn what you're doing. And that's kind of how I morphed into being a day trading educator. Do you know this? Yeah. Is my, so my daughter's a senior in high school. I, I was laid off March of 2020 uh, from my company after 24 years. And I had this um, little nest egg retirement. And so I, I had to invest it. So um, one of my kind of like a, a big brother that I started at my company with. And so I talked to him, told him what I wanted. He's like, look at this. Blah, blah, blah. So I, I invested and it, it did pretty well, actually, immediately. And I, I grabbed my daughter and I'm like, hey, I just want it. She's in the engineering academy in her high school. But I'm like, I want to show you what I just did. So I grabbed my E-Trade account and I showed her and she's like, this is a career. And so now <laughs> she wants to be a stock trader. So I'm like, I need to hook you. I'll have to ping you afterwards to uh, or get on your website as well. But uh, she is very interested and in, in, uh, looking at as well. And that's fantastic that you did that. <laughs> yeah. So that's so how I did do. you, how did you monetize those in terms of, um, for your travel one and your, your stock trading one? So I teach, I have courses. I, I okay. Have courses. So cool to hear. So you just kind of ebb and flow on what you need and then it pays for all your expenses in your life, basically your lifestyle. Yeah. That's fantastic. fantastic. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And then, so how old are your kids? I have a 17 year old and a 12 and an 11 year old. 11 year old. Okay. Got it. And is your 17 year old interested in any of this? And um, he says he is, but he's a teen, you know, so he's quite, Oh yeah. I know exactly about right <laughs> sure. So they go through high school, similar to the U S it's um, first through 12th. And then does it go to college or after that? They're in Cambridge system. So it's still 12 years. Got it. So it sounds like you've traveled and backpacked, whether it be Guatemala or not. What was, what were some of your favorites? I really liked Brazil. Uh-huh. I really liked Israel. Those probably are at this oh. point on my top. I don't know if I return at all. 
We are talking about, in my family, a trip to the Holy Land, so you would recommend it. I was, I never really thought about going there before, but some of my family members want to go, and so I'll probably go. What did you like about it? About Israel? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're not religious, I think that you could get a really, really great, colorful view of, because it's just all the massive religiousnesses that you could possibly get, like they're escalated there, right? That's kind of uh, okay. the interesting part about it. And and so that's really, it's incredible, okay. right? Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Okay, um, and that's mainly just Jerusalem. And then once you get out of Jerusalem, and then you have like all these party areas, because people think it's so conservative because of this religiousness. But then once you leave it, I think they don't want you to they don't they want, don't want to be considered to be as holy as the holy City. interesting oh my it's gosh just a, again this is 25 years ago so oh, right yeah everything changes so i don't know how it is today but back then that's what it was okay good so um i have some questions back to guatemala so the lake titlan that's the volcanoes are right on that lake as well because it looks like there's a volcano with the same name yeah is there's um well no there's many different volcanoes around lake oh Atlanta. oh okay interesting okay and the then, like always beautiful here Oh, we really? get like two months of rain, which is barely anything. Yeah. And when are, when's the rain? Um, usually from August to the end of October. Okay. That was like Costa Rica rain, rainy season, October, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica is much more rainier. It's much closer. It's more tropical. I was going to say, so is it, it's, it's not as humid in Guatemala? Depends on where you go, but Antigua knows absolutely perfect weather here year round. Oh, nice. So yeah. what's the best time to travel there? Um, probably now through, I would say June. Wow. <laughs> that's a long, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a nice long one. Is it, when do tourists usually come? Yeah. Usually around those times. Okay. Even, yeah, there's always tourists. Yeah. So do they have seasons there or is it just spring always all year round? Yeah. It's pretty much spring. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm thinking it's kind of probably like California a little bit because you know it's on the Pacific so the, maybe the breeze is what keeps it from getting too hot I mean it's so far south um yeah hmm. well it depends on California as well right like I lived in San Diego for a year and it's always beautiful there right it was utopia yeah. so it mm-hmm. depends on where in California as well yeah but it's pretty beautiful it's not like California it's not as dry I guess, Carol, you could do your rapid fire is going to ask monies and other things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just ask the same questions that they kind of towards the end. Um, So the popular religion, I would assume it's Catholic. Is that? Yeah, there's a lot of evangelists here, though. Is that from like native to Guatemala or expats coming in? No, more of the like the indigenous here. They're more evangelists. Oh, that's super interesting. Okay. And then. I know we already talked about um, foods, but like, what did you have for breakfast today? What's the typical breakfast there? Pretty much. Um, I just make my own. <laughs> so it's, it's not, I don't know. Their breakfast, I guess, would be beans, rice. Oh. Maybe they'll add an egg, okay. uh, but everything is pretty much with the beans and tortillas in one way or another. Oh, okay. Interesting. Do people make homemade so tortillas? And plantains that you could buy really cheap here so nice. i think the majority of them buy their tortillas but they are homemade all right what did you have for breakfast today i had eggs or or oatmeal i can't even remember <laughs> okay that's pretty good um yeah. what's the money down there and is it tied to the u.s currency at all like belize is money no no it's called the quetzal 
and it varies, but it's always between 7.5 and 7.8. Right. Um, and where's the closest place to surf? I got to imagine there's good surfing on the Pacific side. Mm, it's not super here. Guatemala is not known for its surf, but it's two hours away. Oh, okay. El Salvador is much more. El Salvador is considered one of the better ones. In oh, Nicaragua. Interesting. What are the sports that people like to do or like the outdoor Well, football is the national sport. I don't really know about other sports so much. Like, or the things that people do outside. Um, um, well, because my family is more into like the outdoor stuff. Like my husband was at one point really, really into mountain biking. It's really some of the best mountain biking trails around here. Yeah. Cause I'm more the ones. outside person. So this is my, that's my jam. I'd love to hear. All okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's really nice. There's, there's a, it's a pretty huge mountain biking community here and biking community, but more mountain biking. Yeah. A lot of people come to Antigua mm-hmm. for that. Okay. Huh. Yeah. But I mean, that's a pretty biggie hiking, I guess you could say climbing now. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't really know about other sports so much. So you're both your sons climb. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Do they like compete or just do it for fun? Well, there's not much competing going on. That's the one, one of the main reasons we want to go to Spain is the facilities oh. and it's just much more out there. Now Where I in Spain are you looking at? Catalonia, Catalonia area. Very nice. I don't, I mean, I've like heard of it. Well, it's Barcelona, much, but... around Barcelona, within like two okay. hours radius of Barcelona area. Okay. And that's where there's a lot of climbing, you said? It's some of the best in the world, actually. Really? But it's the the outdoors, yes. But yeah, the goal is for that and also to find really strong facilities and uh, teams for my kids, mainly my younger ones for the teams. My my older is more outdoor. Outdoor climbing or just? Yeah, and rock, yeah. rock, the actual rock. Climbing. Yeah, I have a really good friend that's climbed uh, El Cap 180 times, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, really? Wow. He has a climbing gym and yeah, he, he heard locally and well, he did, but then now he's in Tahoe and he's uh, yeah, a very big climber. I've got other kinds of other climbers. So I'm curious, the Catalonia, or what was the, how do you spell that? I'm curious to pass so that So you could along. talk, if you're going to talk to him, it's called Siruana. How do I, how do I spell that? The main place for like the outdoor, it's S-I-U-R-A-N-A. So that's one of the best places. Actually, one of, yeah, it's one of the top places in the world, I would think. And it's about two hours from Barcelona. So that's the outdoor place. And then we were looking for places where they'll have really strong gyms, facilities. Yeah. And I know that they have a lot of, well, it sounds like you do too, like strength training in your house and <laughs> climbing oh, in yeah. your house, all that yeah. good stuff. <laughs> so, um, very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been super fun. Yeah, my pleasure. Learning and great. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Well, be well. Thank you. It's great Good luck on your move. <laughs> nice to meet you as well. Okay. Nice all to meet you. you. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to subscribe to our show. Rate us in your podcast app and follow us on Instagram at Where Next Podcast. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or would like to nominate someone, please contact us on our website at www.wherenextpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.